can already tap into that feeling now. And the cool thing about it, you'll actually just watch it enhance in your life throughout the year, but you've already tapped into it. Welcome to Find the Magic, the podcast that will help you honor yourself, your children, and your partner. We're going to give you tips and strategies to create peace and authenticity within your family. This is Felicia. I'm a social media marketer, writer, and a mom to three boys, ages four, two, and 10 months. And I'm Tara Lynn, an English professor turned stay-at-home mom to four kids, ages 10, eight, four, and two. We inhale a ridiculous amount of books and life tools and distill the information for you, our awesome listeners. Let's find the magic together. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Tara Lynn. Felicia and I have decided that we are going to start our episodes with a high and a low from our week. And I'm going to do the low today, which we are going to call a facepalm. My facepalm this week was I forgot when my son's birthday was. And I literally could not remember his birthday. It's not this month. Thank heavens. Like I didn't forget to celebrate it. But I thought it was a whole different day. I thought it was on our anniversary because I had talked to several people about it last month about it. And it was embarrassing because I I was filling out some school information and I had to text my husband and say, when is our four-year-old's birthday? And anyway, it was embarrassing to say that what mother forgets the date of their son's birthday. So that's my facepalm. We all lose it sometimes. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. And I'm never going to forget your son's birthday because it's my son's birthday. So I'll back you up if you need it. Um, My high five. So we're going to call our high for the week a high five. Um, And so my up for the week was I've tried really hard to establish a quiet time routine with my oldest, who's four. And I'm sure all of you can relate to quiet time not being so quiet or peaceful, but this week we were having our quiet time and he was playing when my two-year-old came out early from a nap and I was like cringing hearing his little footsteps because I just needed a little more time to get stuff done and he walked out the two-year-old walked out and my four-year-old said okay this is quiet time so you get to do whatever you want to do and mommy gets time to do whatever she wants to do. And I just felt so proud. I was like, yes, he's might not be doing it quietly, but it's sinking in. And I was just so excited. So there's our face palm and our high five. Um, today we are going to be talking about essentials and deciding what is essential in your life and distilling down all the things that we all feel like we have to do or we need to do into what really is truly essential for us. So we are going to give you some concrete tips on how to do that. But first, we just want to talk about how we 
came to decide we wanted to do this process in our own lives. Um, for me, when I first, when I had my first, almost five years ago, four and a half years ago, it was an extreme feeling of underwhelm more than overwhelm that pushed me to have something essential to do each day. Um, and Terilyn talked about this last episode, but when you have that new baby, it almost shifts you from you get to decide what you do in your day to you have this little human that you're serving. And I just felt like I wasn't achieving what I wanted to achieve. Um, and then as I added on other kids, I felt like I couldn't achieve all these things that I had decided in quotes I had to do clean my house, organize this, send this email, call this person. Um, these things weren't getting done. And so <clears throat> I was feeling like I had all these things floating around that I needed to do and none of them were being achieved. And at the end of the day, I would just feel like, blah. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think we can all relate to the feeling where we just don't feel successful. I feel like all of us have changes in our life, no matter what you're doing. If you're a stay-at-home mom or stay-at-home dad or you go somewhere for work in the day, I think we all have life changes enough happen in our lives or we have to redefine what success looks like. You know, when you're in school, success means you got your homework done and you're getting good grades. But then all of a sudden you have to, like for me, I had to completely redefine what success even looked like. And frankly, it was difficult because... It wasn't anything that was successful before. And the kind of message we want to get across today is the success is just an equation we have in our heads. So we have certain things that add up. So this plus this plus this plus this equals in our minds a successful day. And most of us have never really sat down to figure out what that successful day would look like. And so therefore, most of us just feel at the end like a failure every single day, which is not it doesn't feel good for one and two that's our goal here is just to help you guys realize we can all if we just take a few minutes to look inside of ourselves we can really figure out what it means to feel a feeling of accomplishment and success at the end of the day so we're going to talk about i i want to point out two things to have success with this process we're about to tell you and to just feel differently about your day at the end of the day two things one, we're going to talk about what it means. We're going to help you distill down what is the few, I mean, and I'm talking the few, the few <laughs> items on your list that are essential every day, not just necessarily <clears throat> to do in accomplishing, but to do as in becoming. What do you want to, who do you want to be? And this essentials list should correlate with that. And we're going to, show you a calendar that you can even put it in, which we're going to talk about later. But I want to talk about just two things. One, the idea of making something non-negotiable. And two, how to actually implement that. So to make something feel, and this is kind of more motivation, to make something feel non-negotiable, I want you to actually all think right now of something in your life that's already non-negotiable. So we're taking out decision fatigue. So like a dance party. <laughs> yes, like a dance party. That's a non-negotiable for me. I'm just kidding. So like brushing your teeth. 
For Terlin, it's non-negotiable. For me, sometimes, I don't brush my teeth at night. <laughs> but I will always brush my teeth and floss. Like, I have to. And both of us have to wash our face. Yeah. So think, and that doesn't mean that has to be your non-negotiable, but I just want everybody to think right now, what is a non-negotiable for you, you already? think about it. Like, you're not working on it. It's just, I do this every time. No matter what. I shave every day. Whatever. I mean, I'm just brainstorming here. But um, if that's any of your non-negotiables, send me tips. <laughs> yeah, well done. Maybe maybe all you can think of is getting dressed every day, honestly. Um, but everybody just think of your non-negotiable right now. And what you're going to do, I actually want, once you get your, we're going to talk a lot about our essentials here. I want you to actually plug that in, in your mind. And it's going to sound weird. Um, this is correlated to something called neurolinguistic programming, but you literally just take that, your essentials, and you're just going to like picture in your mind, plugging that into the same feeling that you have with whatever your already non-negotiable is. So I've literally put mine in like toothbrushing, like it's going to happen no matter what every day. I'm going to take out the decision-making process because we all make decisions all the time. And there's this thing called decision fatigue, which Felicia can tell you a little more about. So we live in a world where there's so many decisions that <clears throat> we can make and it's a gift really because we can each shape our life however we want, but it can be exhausting to wake up and say, am I going to have a smoothie for breakfast because that's the best or I'm going to have oatmeal or whatever. We have so many decisions <clears throat> and the hard part is I, I believe it takes us away from what we authentically, what our bodies, what our minds, what our hearts authentically want to do every day or what would make us feel fulfilled. And it pulls us into different directions that other people are taking or maybe we've seen on social media and we think, hmm, maybe I need to have celery juice every morning or whatever it is. But when we distill down to our essential list, it eliminates that decision fatigue so you wake up and you know every morning I brush my teeth wash my face do these three things that I have deemed essential and then I feel successful like I've achieved what I want to achieve yes I love that so we're actually making our lives so much easier when we decide we're doing this every day. We don't have to choose every day whether we're doing it. We just decide for the whole year. We're, or our whole lives really is the goal. Mm -hmm. But we're just doing this every day. The decision's already made. There's no question about it. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to talk a little bit about how to actually motivate yourself to make a change in your life by, by doing this process of distilling down to the essentials and choosing to do them every day. And this process, I mean, I've learned from a lot of great gurus so it's not a new process, but it's worth doing the exercise. What you're going to do is once we help you get your essentials list, what I want you to do is think, okay, if I did this for a full year every day, what is the feeling I want to have? Why am I even doing this? And you write down the answer. Maybe it's to have more control in your life. Maybe it's to not feel like a failure. And I want you to keep asking yourself maybe ask it to yourself five to 10 times until you really know the answer of, oh, this is the feeling I want to have by doing these things every day. And once you get that really the strongest feeling, the one that like you feel like in your heart, like, oh, yep, that's it. That's the feeling I want. And for me, it's, I want peace about where I am in life. That's like the feeling I want inside of myself. And that's the same. So for me, yeah, it's the peace, the, almost the contentment because my personality, I'm um, 
a little more of a doer and achiever. And I think when I initially think about it, um, it was maybe the word would be like achievement or success or like the crossing off the to-dos. I get a lot of good feelings from that. But I think when I distilled it down further, it was that contentment that I feel like no anxiety in my day about I achieved nothing. Like I'm worthless. Mm, yes. No checkoffs. Yes. So I had to keep going down, down, down to the contentment that at the end of the day, I could just be sitting with my kids and enjoying them because I had done the essentials. Yes. So that, that's what it was for me. Yes. I love that example. That's actually a perfect example of how to, she asked her first question, which was a feeling of accomplishment, but then she really got to the base, the core of it by continuing to ask, well, what is that sense even bringing? And it was peace really worthiness actually is what sounds like you're saying yeah to say i'm enough that i'm just here doing this yes oh i love that okay i love that okay and then the next step is once you come down to that feeling worthiness peace contentment whatever your word is you come down to they're really just wanting in your life and this is where it gets really powerful you actually just take a minute and tap into that feeling because Feelings are a choice, and we actually create our own feelings. So if you just take a few minutes and tap into, oh, this is who I am. I am actually worthy. I am. I can tap into peace at any moment in my life. The cool thing about that, you've already achieved what it is you're hoping to, and you can actually go forward with this essentials that we're going to be talking about for this whole next year, this transformation, this I mean, these awesome actions that you're going to take, you're coming at it from a place of abundance and not from lack because you realize you can already tap into that feeling now. And the cool thing about it, you'll actually just watch it enhance in your life throughout the year, but you've already tapped into it. And it's a really super powerful method of motivating yourselves for goals. Find out what it is you're hoping for by achieving this goal and then just tapping into that feeling already because you have the power to do it. It's really awesome. And how do you do that? Honestly, it's just a matter of taking a few deep breaths and finding that place inside of you where you want to feel it and imagining that it's there. And it's pretty powerful because you can really, you can cultivate any feeling just, and it's kind of magical, really. As I'm saying that, it sounds like a little like you're like pulling it in and it is, you're just pulling in the feeling that you want. It's really awesome. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think uh, all of these concepts, it's going to take you going into yourself and being still and figuring out what you really want, not what you think you should do. So our world is noisy, so it will take, it's simple, but you do have to really be still and think about it. So there, we've broken it down into three lists that um, we think will help you understand all the things you feel like you have to do, need to do, should do in your day. We think these three lists will break it down into the most important. So the three lists are essentials, super important, and good to do. So essentials are the things that no matter what, um, you're going to do each day. These are the things that you've dropped into that non-negotiable space. Um, The next list is super important. So these things are again, super important to you. And they might be confused with the essentials, but when you really look at them, are they essential? And then good to do. So love it, gold star, but if they get chopped off, 
we're going to feel fine about it. So for me, my essentials are my miracle morning. If you haven't listened to part one and two of our pilot episodes, go back, but I'll just give a little example. Miracle morning is all those things, my reading, a little bit of exercise, just the dabbling in all good things for my morning. And then I like to shower and get ready. For some people, that is not important. But for me, I feel ready to greet my kids, whatever I have to face for the day if I'm showered and putting some normal clothes on. And then I do a small tidy around my house. And Terlyn, this is not on her essentials list, um, and for the longest time, I was like, is this on my essentials list because I, it's for other people? Is it something coming out of ego? But when I really thought about it, that outer peace um, brings me a lot of calm for the days. And when I say small tidy, I'm talking 10 minutes. Um, that's my essentials list. And then I'll give some examples of the other list. But what we want you guys to do is sit down with a piece of paper, make the three lists, And then purge everything you feel like you should do for the day onto these lists. So in my super important, I have think about what I'm going to make for dinner, get stuff out. That's not essential for me because sometimes it's a sandwich and I don't even think about it. And if that planning dinner gets chopped off, we're still going to eat food. Um, Super important is doing some sort of learning with my kids, um, whether that's do some letters or numbers or counting, but if they get that gets chopped off, we go play at the park, I'm going to be fine. And then good to do is pretty much everything else, <laughs> make appointments, organize this or that. <clears throat> but those are all things that are extras. We're probably going to get to some of them, but again, if they get just cut off the list, we're fine. Um, <clears throat> so we want you to make two sets of these lists, one for yourself and then one for your stewardship So whatever you're over, whether that's your job, your children, um, and when you break down these two lists, so for me, I have one for my kids and and my job because I I work um, part-time and then one for me. So on my stewardship list, I have, I want my kids to get outside every day and I want to read to them every day. Simple. So if everything else, if they don't bathe, if they don't get dressed, If um, we don't get anything else done, if we go outside and get some sun on our face and we read together, I will feel successful at the end of the day. So um, Terlyn's going to share her list with you now, and then we'll talk about what this looks like in our day. Okay, awesome. And can you tell us where you put your job to-do list? Where does that fit into these? Oh, yes. So um, for me... I put my job to-do list in super important because there are a lot of things that I need to get done with my job, but I have it set out in my week that it doesn't have to be every single day or it could be after my kids go to bed. So I don't put it in my essentials because it can be moved around or changed a little bit or my husband can help me. So anyways... Super important. I do get it done, but if it gets chopped out of days, mm-hmm. it's not going to 
falter my whole yeah. everything and send it crashing. And down. you can <laughs> still feel that sense of peace mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That makes sense. Because <clears throat> I think that's important for those of you who have a career. You can you can have a list of essentials in your career, but it has to be something every single day that you have to do every day to feel that's going to make a huge difference long term. And the other thing about essentials. Whatever, if you write your list, when I first did this exercise, I wrote and my essential list was long. And then my super important list was also long. And what I ended up having to do is shift everything pretty much over a column. Mm-hmm. So most of what I thought was essential, I actually moved into my super important. And most of what was in my super important, I moved over to good to do. Because your essentials has to be a small enough list that you can do it every day. Which means realistically, for your personal essentials... You should probably, you know, if you are having a crazy thing and everybody's sick, you should be able to condense it to 15 minutes, really. Mm-hmm. The possibility of that, you know, a six-minute miracle morning, a quick shower, mascara, mm-hmm. and you pick up a few toys mm-hmm. for Felicia. Is that how much she spends on it every day? No, she spends a lot longer on it every day. But it, it, has, to. it has to be a small enough <clears throat> list that you can condense it to, I would say, 15 minutes or less. Or else... It's not going to be doable over a whole decade, you know? And then same thing with, with whatever your stewardship is, your kids, your career. You have to have your essentials list be small enough that say with your job, if there's something that if you did this every day, it would make a huge difference in your career. You have to make it small enough that you actually can, no matter what, no matter how many meetings you have, no matter how many sales calls you have to make, you can still do that. So again, you can have it be a half an hour thing, but it should be able to be condensed to 10 minutes, 15 minutes or less. Mm-hmm. So you can actually do it. So for me, my essentials is actually more simple than Felicia's. Mine is just Miracle Morning, but that does include, well, I guess it is the same as yours, except for the tidying. Because <laughs> <But>, um, <laughs> I do my reading in the tub in the morning. So mm-hmm. like you're getting my, bathed. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I do my meditation, affirmation, visualiza- visualization. Oh, you know what though? I anyway, exercise and then I do my re and then I write and then I do my reading in the tub. So, I am getting cleaned every day. So mm-hmm. that is part of my essentials, <laughs> but I don't have tidy in my essentials. It's in my super important because how my house is does make a huge difference on how I feel. But really, it isn't like a core of my being. There is more ego <clears throat> in it than it is for Felicia. Felicia's core it tidying is part of her core. Whereas for me, I just try to make it part of my core, but it's really not. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm kind of a hot mess if if I'm being truthful. So anyway, so that's how ours is a little different. And then I have a big list on my super important and good to do. But and we'll post our lists in our show notes just so you kind of see them as an example. But just know that most of my super important originally started out on my essentials list. I thought that they were essential. And they're really, really important things. I mean, like right now I'm homeschooling two of my kids and their curriculum is super important, super vital. And I do it pretty much every day, but it's still on my super important list because it takes us a long time. Mm -hmm. And so it isn't small enough to be on my essentials. My kids' essentials though, I have for my, they're my stewardship. I don't have a day job other than being home with them. And so my kids' essentials, and they call them that. They all know that they're called essentials. We pray together. I'm, like, obsessed with memorizing things. So we always have a um, scriptural text that we're memorizing. And 
another text. So we are really into like historical documents and poetry or awesome inspirational quotes. And then we always read together. And that I know sounds super simple considering everything else I'll be doing in a day with my kids. But those things, again, it can take 10 minutes. And no matter what, the day is a success if we do those things. And I've also, the cool thing about this exercise, I started it, I started doing it maybe six or seven years ago. This is before I even knew about Miracle Morning. So I wasn't doing my own essentials. I was only doing my essentials with my children. And I've seen just taking that literally, I mean, it's five to 10 minutes with my kids. And I've seen (laughs) over years what it's done for them. Yeah, it multiplies. And I think looking back on before I had this list, I would sit there in a day and I'd want to do so many things with my kids. I want to read them this. I want to practice this. I want to do this experiment. I want to whatever it was, but I wouldn't do any of it because it wasn't essential. And then I would clean this up and then I would make this meal and then we would, whatever the things were, your whole day gets away with you. And so if you just know these are non-negotiables in our life, you put them first and you get it done and you, you do achieve so much over time. Yeah. It's amazing. We have all felt the feeling of being on that treadmill of your kids are getting out stuff and you're just putting stuff away. And it's like, literally I, my goal here is just to get to ground zero. Mm -hmm. Like I've worked all day and it looks like I've actually done nothing, but if you, you don't feel that way when you have your essentials. Mm -hmm. And with my own children, I mean, they can tell you, I've been amazed. I mean, I had a two-year-old who could say the Declaration of Independence or she can say classic poetry. I mean, she's 10 now, but she can say all my kids. They can say, you know, a 10 stanza classic poem. And that's literally from two minutes a day. We just say it once a day. We don't try hard on it. It's really easy. We just say it once a day and their brains can take in so much. I mean, it's it's literally like the drops, just the one drop at a time concept. You can fill buckets. You can really change the world. Okay, so the question is, what do we do with all of these things we've just talked about? You have your essential list, hopefully, once you've done this exercise. And hopefully you've tapped into whatever feeling you want to have, but then what are you going to do with it? And our proposal, our invitation to you for this whole year, and it's fun because it's January, so it's always a fun time to do something like this. We actually will put a link to a document in our show notes, and it's literally all it is is just a calendar of the whole year on one piece of paper. So if you already have one of those in your planner that you like, use that. That's fine. But it's just literally every day of the year listed on one page. And what you're going to do is just mark off the days that you do whatever your essential list is. Again, the core of your being, maybe your essentials is just... Dance party. Yeah, a dance party every day. (laughs) And if that is your essentials, then rock it. You know what I mean? But if that's what your essential is, you literally... So what I do is I just do an X on every day. One line of the X, like the first line is for me. And the second line is for the essentials that I now have for me and my kids together. So if you have your two essentials list like that, you could do it like that. Maybe it's your work, you know, your day job, whatever that is, and the one you do personally. So you just mark it off every day. And the the beauty of this method, if you do it every year, 
then over a lifetime, it does so much good. And the other thing that this method does is it takes away the whole all or nothing concept. Because if you miss a day, it's fine. You just do it the next day. And then over the whole year, though, what you want is to have most of the numbers crossed out with x's you know what i mean one slash or with one slash and that's an achievement exactly but then you can actually see maybe it was half of the year guess what half of 365 days is still a lot of days so whether it's half three quarters i mean imagine if you had most of your days i mean 300 days out of the year that you're doing something that improves you that helps you tap into who you really are that helps you have balance and peace And that feeling of accomplishment, of worthiness, I mean, that is super, super powerful. So it's, again, the idea that small things over a long period of time make a huge difference. So you just take your calendar and then just get as many days in the whole year marked off. And it just takes away the whole all or nothing concept. Because how many times do we set something that we really want to do and then we miss a day or we go on a vacation and it's like, oh, well, I've messed up. I've messed up my whole thing. Throw it out the window. Yeah. But if you're just going for overall, I just want a lot of marks on my calendar over the whole year and that's going to make a huge difference in my entire life. I mean, picture this over decades. It makes a huge, huge difference. And the only way to do it is by actually starting. Yeah. Okay. So to recap... The first thing we want you to do, get out your piece of paper or your computer, computer, however you like to do lists and get your three lists down. Essentials, super important, good to do. Um, and my favorite way to do it is to just word vomit everything out there, everything you feel like you should do, need to do, want to do, get them out in your three lists and then narrow it down. So have your essentials list, your super important and your good to do. And then you're going to make it your non-negotiable. Make your essentials list your non-negotiable. So go into that space inside you where you've decided what you want to fill. So for me, I narrowed that down to contentment. Um, Terilyn narrowed that down to peace. And tap into that feeling, knowing that you already have that inside of you and you can cultivate it. And look at your essentials list and think, do all these things on my essentials list, whether that's one or five, do they make me feel that feeling? Do they cultivate that feeling inside of me? And think about each one. And if they don't, take it off and distill it down to what authentically um, makes you feel that feeling that you want to get to. And then once you have that distilled down, you're going to print off your calendar and get marking each day and Come back here and share with us um, if this helps you and or come to Instagram and let us know if it's helped you. And guys, something we really, really want you guys to know is we hope this process takes away from your overwhelm because obviously we're talking about something that's going to make a big difference in your life and making these lists in the end sh- We're hoping that it doesn't actually make you feel like, oh, there's just so much to do. What we're really hoping is that you're just simplifying down to what's super important to you. And it actually takes a huge load off. To get it all out. So we're not just adding to your Mm to-do list. Because there's a million people out there who just make you feel like you got to add to what you're already doing. We're just asking you to prioritize what you're already doing. And maybe adding a few things that are really going to make a huge difference in your life. But it's really simplifying. So we we hope that you don't feel... The goal isn't to make you feel 
like you have more to do, but actually that you're just more simplified Mm -hmm. and it's a much less overwhelming feeling. Mm -hmm. And realizing the truly important things that um, help you feel the most like yourself and happiest as yourself. Awesome. Okay. Thanks for being with us. Okay. Let's find the magic. Brown cows. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>